Good morning everybody, it is Thursday the 22nd of July and we're having a good day today, not just because the market is up, but because my one stock portfolio stock, Poseidon Nickel, is having a rather nice day today, up 13%, it's hit a five year high, 11 cents bid, lots of stock on the bid as well. It is of course a Nickel Explorer forward slash hopefully future producer and today BHP have done a deal with Tesla to supply nickel and it has highlighted the link between the nickel price, electric vehicles, batteries and Australian nickel producers and the correlation between Poseidon nickel and the nickel price is very tight. Have a look at the chart in the strategy piece today. Anyway, doing rather nicely today. Not enough to knock Henry off the top of the one stock portfolio league table. He is still there with Archer Materials AXE, which is not just on a five year high, an all time high. Hopefully some of you hold those two stocks. Right, as you will have seen, the Dow Jones up 286 points overnight. As I say, up over a thousand points from the low on Monday. You just can't hold a good market down. Spy futures were up 64 this morning. Our market up 66 as I speak. It was up 69. Solid day for resources. BHP up 3% on that Tesla deal. Rio up 2%. Most of the banks up half a percent to 1%. And I noticed as well that despite the COVID cases in New South Wales, which have reduced some disc jockeys to tears, New South Wales obviously not used to lengthy hard lockdowns. We're a bit tougher in Victoria these days. But despite that, Flight Centre up 3.7%, Webjet up 3.1%, Corporate Travel up 3.7%, Qantas up 2.4%. What am I missing? Why are those stocks holding up so well? I'll also point out that some of the pandemic beneficiaries from last year are doing rather well again. That includes defensive stocks in the, the league table top of the pops this week or in the last five days. We've got stocks like Sonic Healthcare, ResMed, Wes Farmers, Fisher and Paykel Health, CSL, and we've got some pandemic beneficiaries like JB Hi-Fi, which had its sales numbers this week, which were very solid. Breville ARB, which had a sell-off last week, bouncing this week. Super Retail, Eagers Automotive, Harvey Norman, Woolworths, as you can see, we are seeing a bounce in pandemic beneficiaries at the moment. Goodness only knows why travel's doing so well. Why is the market still piling along in the US? I saw a list of reasons today from one commentator. Extreme liquidity, good results, strong momentum in both value and growth stocks, a litany of successful IPOs, merger and acquisition activity, relentless stimulus, ultra low interest rates, and a infrastructure deal on its way apparently for the thousandth time in the US. Plus we've got commodity prices very strong. The iron ore price holds up. It was down a little bit overnight, down 2.93%, but still holding in there $213. And you just need to look at our weekly sectors or weekly sector charts section on a Friday to see metal prices have been flying along as well, which bodes well for the results season coming up or for resources stocks with the results season coming up.
We're in the confession season, but most of the guidance put out by companies ahead of the results season has been positive so far. So looking forward to good results. Two technical observations Chris has picked up in uh, on Nick Scarly in the trading section. Their chart has broken out. Nick Scarly is another one of these pandemic beneficiaries. They've got a return on equity of 85% this year, but regularly over 50%. Big margins. Buy cheap and sell as expensive Italian furniture. And another stock doing well, Adairs, was one of the original pandemic boomers. Return on equity of 47%. Again, buy cheap, sell to expensive, or sell, sell expensive, buy cheap, sell expensive, sell to bored Australians with nothing better to do than shop online. Very good little trading buy signal on the Adairs chart today. Have a look in the strategy piece. Right, moving on to the strategy. Today I've put some interesting charts in. So interesting I might just put these up on Livewire later. I obviously got too cautious after the market dropped on Monday. I was ready to jump off the equity market for a moment there and that has clearly been premature. But let me make some observations. There are times in the market when you need to be sensitive to what the market could do to whether the market's cheap or expensive. And at the moment, clearly the market is looking expensive. And if you don't believe me, have a look in the strategy piece today. Why did we ever question the bull market? Well, these are the reasons why. Because the S&P 500 has now officially doubled since the bottom of the pandemic. The S&P 500 is up over 100% since the bottom of the pandemic. That's in 1.4 years. It's returned a compound 69.35% per annum since the bottom of the pandemic. Okay, that's the recovery from the pandemic you're telling me. Of course, it's gone up a lot. Well, even ignoring the pandemic, if you take the S&P from the highest price it was pre-pandemic, it has still returned a compound 20% per annum since before the pandemic, from the high before the pandemic. It's up 29.5% in 1.4 years, not including the pandemic. That is an extraordinary gain, even if you take out the other 75%, it's gone up in the last 1.4 years. On top of that, let's look a little bit longer term. The S&P 500 has returned a compound 16.45% before dividends since the GFC. That is double the compound return from the S&P 500 over the last 50 years, which is 8.7%. And it is 10% more than the compound return over the last 100 years, which is 6.06%. No one's suggesting that that is what you should expect from the S&P 500. It's a very different animal to what it was 100 years ago, but it makes the point this 16.5% return per annum, 16.45% return per annum before dividends from the S&P 500 is extraordinary. And I don't want to scare you, but have a look at the chart in the strategy piece today. That, of course, is a price chart. You are supposed to look at log charts. So I put the log chart in of the S&P 500 over the last almost 100 years. And the obvious message even from that is that the US markets are popping out of the long-term log range 
at the moment. So big deal. Well, put a number on it. The S&P 500 is on the highest PE, which is currently 30.4 times the highest PE since the tech boom and just recently was higher than the highest PE in the tech boom. And the All Lords, by the way, is on the highest PE since I was born 38 years ago. And just for good measure, I have thrown in the CAPE ratio, the Schiller PE on the S&P 500, the highest it's been since the tech boom as well. Look at that chart. I'm not sure that chart's ever any good. It's a bit of highbrow uselessness, but there you go. I've put it in as well. And for those of you who are aware of the relevance of the market cap of the S&P 500, currently 36.59 trillion, versus the US GDP, the suggestion is that those two are related. And at the moment, as you'll see in the chart in the strategy piece, the value of the S&P 500 relative to the size of the US GDP as it's is as high as it's been ever. Of course, I'm not sure these days whether that US GDP number, you've got to be a little bit careful with statistics pulled out, numbers pulled out of places like Reuters and Bloomberg without looking exactly what it includes. But you do wonder whether the US GDP number includes all the domestic product produced by tax dodging tech stocks domiciled in Ireland and other places. But anyway, Anyway, clearly the S&P 500 is historically high relative to a lot of things. Earnings, the economy, history, and that's the point I'm making. And that's a, that's a bit of fun, but don't think for a moment that I am going chicken little. I hate chickens. I'm also the last person to sit on the sidelines and wag a finger at other people making money by taking risk. So do not rush out and sell. I remember in the tech boom sitting at Bell Potter and there was a wise old advisor there who wagged his finger at us all in the tech boom and he was right it was a house of cards but what he did was deny all his clients one of the best money-making opportunities in stock market history and that's what the stock market is about it's about making money on any time frame at any time that you can it's not about saying it's all going to end in tears and missing the best year in the stock market in your lifetime so let's not get on a high horse just because the market is up and let's not suggest the market's going to fall just because of mean reversion, which is one of the weakest human mindsets you can adopt as an investor. But what the above observations and charts do establish is that the conditions are here for a correction. The herd, as we saw last Monday, can change mood rapidly when the US market is expensive and overbought, which it is. Of course, this could go on for years, floated as it is on central bank money and who knows who. Even central bank support of the financial market, something bounced that bond market on Monday. And with that sort of backing, this market might just plod nicely along for a long time. And for retirees as well, income-focused retirees, we've got results season coming up. As we've seen this week, companies like CBA and BHP should be cashed up and stable and ready to pay out big dividends. So don't dump the market just because the US market looks expensive and our market. So let's not try and be smarter than the herd. Let's just be on the alert for the day it changes its mind because, because from up here it 
easily could and it could change quickly as we saw on Monday. But as always, let's not predict it. Let's just wait for it. Right, that's about that. I'm exhausted from watching my ex-colleague on The Bachelor. Hopefully I will never see that again. Henry was astonished he's never watched The Bachelor before. He cannot believe that anybody does. And after last night, I tend to agree. Right, the Dow Jones futures up 38 as I leave you. It will not lie down. Our market up 65. Seems very stable. It's gone up and stayed there. Lithium stocks absolutely flying today. Oracobre. Have I got that? I've pronounced that wrong. Oracobre and Galaxy Resources up 11.6% and 10.5%. Pilbara Minerals up 8.8%. Lithium flying. The whole battery theme is flying. The whole electric vehicles theme is flying. The side nickel is flying. You have a fabulous day and I will speak to you soon.